success comes from repetition, yeah. constantly repeating yeah. what you're doing and waiting for the result. I mean, there's a difference between insanity, which is like expecting a result from the same, from doing the same thing over and over again. But when you're talking about working out, if you have repetition, if you're talking about eating and you have repetition, then the, the then the dial starts to move in the right direction. So you have to give that time. You're listening to Real Marketing Real Fast, the only podcast that brings you unfiltered, undaunted, insider information on the latest tools and technologies for online marketers. Prepare to dive deep into marketing myths, breakthrough models, and cutting-edge strategies that will have an immediate impact on the growth of your business. And now, here's your host, marketing expert, Doug Morneau. Well, welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Today, we're going to pivot just a little bit in our conversation. In studio, I've got joining me a good friend of mine, Rob DeYoung. Now, Rob is a fellow podcaster. He's an entrepreneur, and he's also a health and wellness guy. I met Rob uh, several years ago at the New Media Summit in San Diego and connected with him, and we've since stayed in touch uh, through social media and uh, met up at various events. So, uh, Rob, after getting married, was struggling to carve out a career for himself and he had you know he had several different jobs he's where he had worked at as an actor a waiter a personal trainer and uh, he had gone through some health challenges I'm gonna let him share a little bit of that uh, with you and uh, transformed his life got himself healthy and fit and then realized that he could uh, share his personal experiences the pain that he had dealt with in trying to get healthy with others and help them succeed I think what you should do is listen real careful for the nuggets that are in there Yes, we're going to talk a lot about health and fitness and why it's important as business owners to make sure that we uh, we look after the most important asset our business has, and that is the health of the founder, the owner, or the chief executive that is running the company. So I think if you listen, you'll hear uh, Rob drop several nuggets of tips and techniques and stuff that he does that are quite unique and quite interesting as he grows his business in a super competitive space, uh, the health and wellness, weight loss, and diet space. So with that, that said, I'd like to welcome Rob to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Well, Rob, welcome to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Doug, thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time. Well, I'm super excited to talk to you because you are a high energy, high output guy, and it's great to have a guest that has that much energy. So um, super excited to talk to you about you and your business and what you're doing. So do you want to give our listeners uh, just a bit of background on kind of, you know, how you evolved your business over the last uh, several years? Yeah, well, you know, in terms of the like the wellness business. I mean, that's always evolving, uh, especially especially for me because you know, as I get older, I'm 42 now. My journey evolves in a sense that I, I feel like I'm always learning, and I think that's that's I think that's the thing that a lot of people kind of get mixed up around when it comes to their own health and wellness is they think that they've got it, they think that they know, and they're good and they're good to go. Um, and as you know, because we've, you know, I've had you on my show and we're, we've talked about your journey. It's a process. It's all a process. And until you are, uh, until you basically at the end of the road and you've got a tag on your toe, there's always more to learn about you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So that's the, so that's the thing. I think that, when, you know, in the beginning, when I first started out, my journey was very, I think it, it was kind of, you know, vanilla in a sense. I, it's, I guess an easy way to say it. Like all I really focused on was working out and nutrition. Right. And, uh, you know, how many reps, how many sets, and then how do I get my clients to basically eat less calories? And that was that was my approach at the time. 
and it's a and it's and it's a functional approach. It does work, but there's so much more to being health healthy that I think that the majority of the wellness world, when you, you know, you talk about how how competitive it is, it's competitive because it's clickbait. It's a clickbait world. It's a six pack world. Everybody wants mirror muscles. So unless you're <laughs> like selling mirror muscles, That's you know, funny. unless you're selling that thing. Yeah, it's really hard to get people's attention. And and I and I do I struggle with that. But the thing is, is that, you know, I feel like the most important thing is to be real and authentic with what your journey is, and what actually has an impact on you and your wellness. And if you're if you're doing that, and I, I'm talking about in general, you do it in your business, you're going to inspire people, you're going to basically like moths to a flame, going to attract the right people to you, because you're speaking the language that they understand. And that's, I think, the biggest thing. We get so caught up in wanting clicks like likes and comments and downloads on our videos that we're willing to take our shirts off or we're willing to make our butts the center of the, of the, of the content when the reality of it is your, your perfectly shaped butt or six-pack abs is not doing anything for anybody. Honestly, it's just basically making them stare at you. So my goal, you know, and, and the way that I've evolved over time is moving away from that. Nobody wants to see a 42. I mean, like I got a good, I got a good body for a 42 year old guy. I got a, I got the dad bod that that's uh, the new 2019 dad bod, you know, like, new and improved, yeah, yeah. The new and improved dad bod. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but the reality is nobody wants to see me take my shirt off, you know, like nobody cares. They just, you know, they want to, they want that lifestyle. You know, we talked about that with you on my show. It's like if, if they, if I can impart a lifestyle into, into anybody's already crazy life and help them kind of like navigate that, then I've done my job. I don't care how many reps you've done. I don't care how much weight you lift. I don't care like how many macros you're on, like you're taking in, even though all of those will have an impact. For me, it's more important to really have that have that overall lifestyle impact because that's the long run. Well, and I mean, that's the truthful side. Like you, we talked about uh, before we got on air is that's about being authentic. I mean, the people who take pictures in front of the Ferraris and the Lambos for business, right. you know, and it's not their car are no different than the the pictures you see of a lot of the bodybuilders. I mean, I did a photo shoot once so I um, for a fitness magazine. So I very quickly learned what it was like to be carb deprived for, for a month and reduce my water and take water pills and do all those things. So I looked good for the photos and then they went, we we're going to Photoshop it. I'm thinking... No, no, um, <laughs> no, you're not. So yeah. again, that's a, that, you know, we're, it's clickbait. We're selling people something that they can't achieve in uh, long term. But I'm interested in how you, you know, you and your wife run your business because, you know, there's lots of people in the fitness industry and, you know, or lots of it, it, people in the fill in the blank industry that are very good practitioners at what they do. But that doesn't always transition into having a business that's successful. Yeah. Yeah, that's and I think there's a lot of truth to that in that um, you can be good at executing, but you can't you're not a good teacher and you have to be a really good teacher in order to build a business, because if you're not able to convey and and help people in different facets of, of their capabilities, you're not going to succeed. I mean, you can you know, you guys, when you actually when you hired on your personal trainers for your fitness journey, you guys hired on somebody that specialized in bodybuilding. And that's not something that I, I've done that I've done 
men's physique competitions. I've done a couple of them. I took first place in one and fifth place in another. You know, at least I was on stage. I got my I got my trophy and I can do that aspect of it. It's not something I'm passionate about because I don't feel like it's necessarily meeting most people where they are. And so I think as a as a business person, whether it be in marketing, whether it be in some kind of sales, when you meet up with your client, you need to be able to have the conversation with a vocabulary that they can understand and be able to break things down in a very digestible way early on. And so it, for when you're talking about somebody who's very advanced in their own lifting or very advanced in their own health and wellness, and they can't bring it back to the, be, the, the, the beginner's mind, they're going to struggle to build their business. And I think that's something that my wife and I are very, very good at, especially if you listen to our podcast. The way in which we discuss and talk about wellness is not all geeked out. We don't geek out like you know people who are uh, like Tim Ferriss in the in the he you know geeks out <laughs> in the fitness world and, yeah, and in the business world. But like yeah. guys like Dave Asprey and Ben Greenfield and all yeah. these guys who just like to geek out, yeah. we geek out in a different way. We geek out on a level that people can kind of understand. Well, I mean, that's important for all of us. I mean, what happens is we, whatever business we're in, whatever industry we're in, we get all this technical babble and geek speak that uh, people in our industry, you know, acknowledge. And so we often create our marketing materials, our website, we have conversations with clients and their mm -hmm. eyes glaze over and you're thinking like, oh, they're just not a good fit. It's like, no, you're talking in a foreign language. They have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. And you can't do that to people. And so if, you're, if your goal is to build a successful business, and it depends, like the way that I focus is in, in our client tell and we have you know in person very successful online you know we're we're successful as well but we're more of in-person people we're more you know face to face that's our that's our bread and butter that's the way in which we've built our business so when we sit down with people if you if you are unrelatable or even young. That's the other thing too. I mean, you, you've got some seasoning to you, Doug. You know, like I have some seasoning. <laughs> Lots to me. of I've seasoning. Got, I've got <laughs> yeah. some like uh, I've got some life lived. If you're high, if yeah. you want somebody yeah. to help you with your health and your wellness, and they're 25 years old, chances are they're not struggling the same way you are if you're 45 or 55. Yeah. And they're not going to quite get what your struggles are. So they're not going to know the language. They're not going to know how to connect with you. They're just going to talk to you about sets and reps and calories. And so when you, you know, it, for me, one of the things that I, I love working with clients, especially online, because it's almost like when you work with clients online, yes, I can give them the workouts. Yes, I can tell them what to eat. But then there's the actual conversation. It's the one thing that I don't get to do necessarily with my clients in person because we're working out one on one is to actually have more of a therapeutic conversation about why they want this thing that they say they want. Why, why are they getting in their own way? What is standing in their way? How do they navigate around that? And if they trip and fall, what caused that and what's stopping them from actually picking themselves up and moving forward again? Well, and, and your background, I mean, you've been there, done that. Like, um, you know, you've got before and after pictures of yourself on the website. And I, yeah. so my advice to, to clients often is never hire anybody and, or ask for advice for someone who hasn't done what you you want to do yeah. or isn't willing to pay the price you're willing to pay. So to that, I'd say, don't ask your neighbor, don't ask your family. They might be uh, well-meaning, but they might not be well-meaning. So whether it's getting healthy or growing your business, if you start getting outside of your friends and your sphere of influence, is their comfort zone and start to lose too much weight or get too buff or or get your six pack looking too defined i find you get you get pushback as well
You know, it's really funny. There's so much pushback when a client, because you love to lift heavy, right? And so often people say that I don't want to lift heavy because I don't want to get too big. <laughs> it's not that easy, right? I mean, That's you're just right. constantly lifting to your own potential. Your body's just going to get stronger. Your muscles are just going to get bigger, but they're not yeah. going to necessarily get jacked. You know how yeah, hard yeah. it is to get jacked? So I think it, it's, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> it's so funny to me that people kind of, they, they make that their, their, their reason for not trying hard, right? For not pushing up against it. But you make a really good point in that don't hire anybody that hasn't been down that road you know whether or not that the road doesn't have to have to be exactly the same road but it has to be very similar in a sense you know in the marketing world we're so often sold and we see this on instagram we see it on facebook we're so often being sold uh, pickaxes and treasure maps right by how to how to make a lot of money how to sell your business how to create these email marketing campaigns how to build funnels how to do all of this junk that it's like you know and and these these are kids in a sense or people that just signed up for Russell Brunson's funnel, you know, click funnels, they took his program, they take that program, and now they're selling that program as their own program. And so they've never actually gone out and dug up the gold themselves because they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to apply it to a business. One of the things that you do is you actually you look at somebody's business, and it's not just a business of selling people on how to make money at their business, but it's a business that needs to make money. They need to sell some shit. Sorry if I'm cursing on your show, but they need to sell some stuff on there, yeah. you know, for their business. So, but if you're only, if your only experience is teaching people how to sell ways in which to make money, you're not really selling, helping people sell a product. You haven't done that. So for me, in terms of the fitness world, I am continuously learning right? A 25-year-old, and I'm not taking anything against 25-year-olds because there's lots of 25-year-olds that have been struggling with their weight from the time that they were like eight or nine. They've like through high school and college, they've changed their life. They've focused on nutrition. Those people have experience. Those people, those 25-year-olds are seasoned very early in life. But the average 25-year-old who is a personal trainer working out of LA Fitness or Equinox or whatever it is, they've got a couple of program, you know, a couple of certifications under their belt. They don't really have that life experience. So me at 42, I've done, uh, I don't even know, like how many, how many endurance, you know, races, whether it be triathlons, marathons, half marathons, uh, you know, mud runs, Spartan races, there's just the list goes on. And then I transitioned from there to doing bodybuilding because I was like, I'm getting a little slim. I want to, I want to see if I could put some muscle mass on. And, and actually by the time I'm 46, 36 years old, I want to be, I want to be the fittest I've ever looked before in my life. So I dedicate an entire year, not just like, you know, three months, but an entire year to putting on muscle mass and then trimming down and getting ready for an event and then doing it again right after that and putting on muscle mass, trimming down for an event. The knowledge that I gathered in that process is invaluable. You cannot teach that to somebody unless they've been through it. And you can't understand the psychology of what it means to do something like that unless you've been through it. Yeah. So when you hired your personal trainers, that was a great move on your part because not only are these guys training other physique competitors to compete, but they're doing it themselves. 
And that's the person you want to hire. That's the person you want in your corner in every aspect of your business uh, or your lifestyle. If you don't know anything about nutrition, you could go and buy some books, but the execution of that, it takes a little bit of a psychology in order to circumnavigate your own in- insecurities. You're, maybe you have some eating issues. Maybe you have some family generational eating uh, habits that need to be broken or addressed and then talk through. And that is that's going to come with hiring someone who not only has that experience for themselves, but then has been able to take that experience from themselves, apply it to others and learn along the way how it's going to be, how, is, how are you going to be able to affect people in a larger scale? Yeah, but not only the experience, Rob, but if you think of, you know, like we had, we hired trainers and use the trainer example that had experience, but what they, what they didn't have was the empathy of having walked in our shoes. So, Uh, you know, so, you know, if you're working with somebody, uh, whether it's a business coach or a marketing coach or a fitness coach, there's, you just take your coaching to a different level if they've been there. So when my wife said to her trainer that she couldn't buy a Lululemon, she went, well, what do you mean? She goes, they don't make them in size 18. And the look on her trainer's face, who's probably never been, you know, at her biggest has been a size six. Yeah. It was, that was a foreign concept. And she says, well, you know, people treat you differently. And again, so they can't relate to um, how people look at you when you eat or look at you when you, so um, having someone who's who's been in the trenches, who's gone through what you're, what, what you're going to go through and can help you navigate that, not only from a tactical point of view, here's the things you need to do, but understand the emotion that are behind that that will keep you moving forward uh, when things get tough. You know, that's a really great point, Doug, and I'm glad you brought that up. And it's interesting because you're right. Like I never, I was never 60 pounds overweight. I've been 30 pounds overweight, but I think that's probably the average in terms of people that are just like overweight and need to lose it, right? I've been, I've gotten up to like 196, 195, and then I've dropped down back down to like what would be my kind of college weight or 20s weight, which is down to like one, you know, 168 or something like that. And that I can understand that psychology of like stepping on the scale and really being kind of beating yourself up and down on yourself about that. But I've never been at the point where I can't find clothes that fit. I've never been at the point where, you know, I've been so out of shape that, that, you know, like taking a walk around the block is something that, that is so taxing on me that I cannot, you know, that I, that that it's actually, it's, you know, it's, it's debilitating in a sense. Or speaking at your own event and and getting out of breath, running up to the stage, we won't mention anyone's names. (laughs) 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 That, but it's, but that's true though, right? So yep. I've never been that far deconditioned. However, one of the things that we talk about quite a bit on our show is I've been through, I've been now going through therapy for four, for four years now, I think almost four years now. And I have a lot of issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> let, me, it, 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 let me lay it out though. Like I have a lot of issues with self-confidence. I have a lot of issues with body, like body dysmorphia issues. I have a lot of issues when it comes to being a perfectionist. It's, that's not necessarily a clinical definition, but it's more of like an anxiety an, an anxiety disorder. Sure. Because when we are perfectionists, we are anxious about having to do everything in a specific way. Otherwise, and if we don't do it that way, why even and do it. So it's a, I'm a, I have a hard time getting started with things. And so the, the reality of it is, is that that psychology serves me because I've spent so much time understanding my own thought process and how I digest stuff. So with our show, my wife and I, 
Now, my wife is the one who got me into therapy. She was doing therapy prior, which it was amazing because as as she's going to therapy, she would come in and, and our life started to change and we're evolving as adults. You know this. You've been married for a really long time. You have to evolve together. Otherwise, you're moving in two different directions. Yeah. If one person wa- doesn't want to grow and the other person is dedicated to approving themselves, then it's, you know, you're just, you're moving apart in life and your wife wakes up in the morning, you know, brings you a cup of coffee and says, we're hitting the gym in 30 minutes, get your ass out of bed. Let's get going. You know, like, and you're going, (laughs) you're in it. Right. And so that's the relationship you've created with yourself. She's cooking dinner. You guys are on the same path. And that's unbelievably important when it comes to having a successful relationship, but also like a, just a successful life is everybody's on the, is basically everybody's enrolled and they're on the same path. And so as we kind of evolved and my wife got me into therapy uh, or encouraged me and I saw the benefits of how it was having an impact on her. Now, as I look at myself and I've done all this work on myself, when we have on our podcast every other week, we have, I have an interview like somebody like yourself who's had amazing journey or somebody who's like an expert in their field. I'll have that episode one week. The following week, we have a guest on our show that is a listener of our show. Somebody who's struggling, somebody who who is they're just at their wits end or they've been they've been kind of dealing with something for uh, however long and they just don't know what the next step is and we bring them on our show that's really cool. So this is somebody who's not not someone who's out seeking media attention or podcasting or nothing. They're there's someone who's going through the process trying to get out the other other side. They need help. Yeah, that's cool. Just like your clients come to you and they need help, but they don't have access to somebody who's kind of, you know, experienced or an expert in in the in the field of fitness, nutrition, wellness, mindfulness, all of that stuff. And and this has been years. I mean, I've been doing this since 2005 basically moving. And so it's been 14 years of really self-exploration as well as client exploration to really figure out like what are the things that are standing in our way. And I get really frustrated with people who just want to know about fitness and nutrition. It bugs the it bugs the everything. I mean, it's just it's so annoying to me when somebody only wants to talk about fitness and nutrition, both as a new client, but also just in general, it doesn't it's such a small piece of the equation. It's one of the things that you and I or that some one of the things that I mentioned at, uh, at our mutual friend Justin's growth now movement was how it's such a small piece of the equation. But if we can focus on what's really truly important. So when people come on our show, they come on and they say, Okay, here's what I need. So one of the things that they have to fill out is a health history report, right? Yep. And it's detailed. I mean, it gets down to the nitty gritty of everything. And and basically, one of the questions we ask them is what brings them joy? Uh, We also ask them like, you know, what's the basically what's their why? Why do they want this so badly? And through that process, they think they're coming on generally, usually they think they're going to come on and we're going to tell them what workouts they need to do, what nutrition, you know, protocol they need to follow. And, and, you know, maybe some other like healthy habit tips that they can take with them. Right. And the reality of it is, is that we dive deep. I mean, deep to the point where people are, they're getting very emotional and they're actually having some real breakthroughs in what's standing, what's truly standing in their way. And sometimes, and this is the best part of it, Doug, sometimes they don't even realize it, not even until after we're done, like we wrap. I had one guy, this guy, Dave, I highly recommend checking out this episode. I can't, I I can't tell you what episode number it is, but it's like, it may be like a month or so ago uh, with this guy, Dave, that came on our show. Dave had an, an 
it, he had an impossible time focusing. It, it, about five minutes in, he started to move around. He was getting ready for work. He was starting to prep his lunch for work. He was doing all of these different things. And about halfway through, like 20 minutes in, 25 minutes in, my wife, my wife said, Dave, do you, can you sit still? Can you sit still for us? Like, and, you, and I said, and I, and, and he's just like, I don't know. I just have to get ready. I have a bunch of stuff to do. And I go, Dave, look at this. You sent me an email because your life isn't where you want it to be. It took us a month to get you booked on this show. We've been corresponding. You filled out your, your health history report. You we've had, you know, you're telling me all these different things that you're struggling with. And this hour that we've booked with you, you're not able to sit down for this. You, it has not, it, it never became a priority for you that you would actually have this conversation with us and actually pay attention. And we, I laid into this guy for like a good five minutes, like as we wrapped up. And I said, Dave, I want you to listen to this episode and I want you to realize how split focused you are and how unattentive you are to your own life and how you're not taking care of yourself because you're making everything else in your life more important than you right now. And I'm not even kidding. If you go to my Facebook right now, I just posted on my social media, on my Facebook, my podcast page. I have this Open Sky Fitness podcast group on Facebook. And I just said, what's been the biggest needle movie you've had in your life? And Dave just responded to that because he he wrote that that, that conversation was so eye opening for him that he just he he's he just it's been now life-changing he's going through a divorce but you know maybe no one else told him that right i mean that's i don't think so yeah i don't think anybody else has been that brutally honest with him about how he's not present in his own life yeah i mean it's you know it's uh, it's our own fault as marketers looking for ways to move the sales dial like you said fill the top of the funnel you know and i i said this to somebody actually one of the coaches at our gym i said what if we ran an ad that said you know sign up come come join our gym it's going to be ridiculously hard you feel like you're going to die you're going to puke <laughs> and if you do this for six years you'll reach your fitness goals we probably get no signups at all yeah but that's kind of the truth. If you want to have a long-term success, it's not uh, in a month or a day. There's no different in business. I mean, you can watch all the Gary Vee videos that you want, but unless you execute over and over and over again for years, I said to him, or business coaching, hey, you know, come follow me as an entrepreneur, grind for grind for 10 years, uh, no self-rewards, no new cars, no big trips, work long hours, and maybe you'll be successful. Yeah, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. That's that's a hard thing to invest in. Yep. Yeah. So we want the quick fix. So how do you guys compete in one of the most competitive industries out there? I mean, health and wellness and fitness and weight loss and diet and all those things that people might associate into the same bucket is just such a competitive space. So how do you guys negotiate and navigate your business to attract clients? Well, I think well, I think the authenticity is the is is the thing that separates us quite a bit, right? But it also comes down to like how big do you want your business to be, right? At some point, you have to either you have to think I'm going to do everything and anything to grow and scale, or then do you say I want I I actually what I really truly want, and I think that this is this is really important for the entrepreneur. What I really truly want is a lifestyle that I'm happy with and a lifestyle that that serves me. You know, we. I love Gary Vee. I know that you put put him in in a recent uh, blog post, and I love all these guys, Russell Brunson, and you know all these side hustlers. Everybody, I I think that I think that in a way, it's kind of killing the entrepreneur spirit. I think that I think that we're all addicted to doing. 
I think that we're all addicted to trying to be the best and be millionaires. And I know that you are very successful in business and you are, um, you are a very specific type, Doug. Like I, 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 I'm so grateful for knowing you, you are, a di- you are a different guy than the average person. <laughs> I don't know you are. To take that, but yeah, I'm weird. No, it's, okay. in, a, in yeah. a good way. Like, there's been I've had guys on my show that are you are in a different category in terms of in terms of motivation, in terms of in terms of roadblocks. You kind of you. I know that you have roadblocks and that you do have things like like maybe struggle with some limiting factors. But I think you sit in a different category. Justin said something when we were talking at the Growth Now movement. He said that if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I and I said, you're wrong. And he goes, no, I believe that. I believe that if I can do this, anybody can do it. And I said, no, you can do it because you are you. Not everybody is you. Not everybody sees things as clearly as you. Not everybody is motivated as you are motivated. Not everybody is as smart or as tactical as you are. Not as everybody is as good at creating relationships as you are. Not everybody is as is, is driven. And so we have to remember that because even if you do put yourself into the category of a, of a fitness expert or if you put, put yourself in the category of an entrepreneur, you might not be destined to be a millionaire. You might be destined to somebody who grinds out making $50,000 or $100,000 or whatever it costs for your standard of living, and that's it. And, the, and, and, I, and, I, and I don't mean to take the wind out of some people's sails, but I, what I mean is, is that can you be happy with that? Because it's just like a client of mine who's over 300 pounds says, I'm going to be happy once I get under 300 pounds. And I'm like, no, you need to be happy where you are right now. Unless you're happy with where you are right now, come to grips with who you are in the present moment, then can you start to create a lifestyle around that that is that is going to continue to move you in the right direction, right? So as an entrepreneur, for me, as I build my business and as I grow, I have shifted completely, Doug. And you have, your kids are, you, you have one left in the house. So you've had this experience way earlier on, but like I was grinding, like I had, I had not only to have my podcast, I was posting twice a week. I was doing a, I was doing a, an interview. I was doing a content creation one, which is different than the coaching call one. Content creation, spending five, six hours researching something, then putting it together in a very specific structure and executing on that. Fantastic episodes. I mean, so, so, so strong. And then also doing a throwback Thursday to, to episodes. Every, every Tuesday and Thursday, we had an episode going out. And then we had a online fitness membership program that we were running uh, called the Sky Fit Challenge that was fantastic. But I, as, I, as I kind of moved through all of this and filled up my day with all of this stuff, and then I had my, my baby, I realized, wait, is this the lifestyle that I want? It's almost like when you got sick with, in, you know, with pneumonia and you needed to start thinking about what is my true like, what is my lifestyle? How do I take care of myself and actually feel good, be successful, be productive, but also at the same time, take care of myself. And that's where I am right now. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a place where I realize, like, if I keep going down that same road, I'm going to have a heart attack, even though I might still look fit and healthy, I'm going to have a heart attack because my anxiety levels are so high. Your body can only take so much, right? It can only take so much. So, you know, in 
in terms of building the business now, I'm I'm like I'm like what's his name Scrooge McDuck. Like I'm working smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Right? Yeah. I'm I'm like literally right now. My podcast is about building relationships with people like you, people who are doing amazing things, and then finding out how can I help you? How can I help you do whatever it is that you want to do? And I just and I, I'm not I don't know what's going to come of all of this. When I I love your podcast. I love the episode that you had just done with Bruce, and I love your social media posts. So somehow you're finding time or you've got your team doing that, but I uh, like the content that you're sharing. So is you, what do you find the most, what the most responsive content you share? So is it your podcast? Is it video? Is it social? We have, uh, well, we have a very specific Open Sky Fitness podcast group community on Facebook. That's just followers, just listeners of our show. We've got over a thousand people in that community. It's, you know, when I post in there, like I posted this morning, I think I already have like, we already have like 15 comments on there uh, in, in the first couple of hours, just because it's such a, it's, it's like a, it's a very interactive community. Okay, it's, so it's, let's stop there for a sec. So explain what it is that you've done, because that, that's, that's new to me. So you've set up a specific Facebook group just for listeners of your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, your listeners are a community of people that are interested in you and what you deliver. So that means that they're very, very interested in that way of telling your story. So I realized this a couple of years ago, and I just and I just started basically telling people this is where to go. If you want to have a constant conversation with my wife and I, and you also want to talk to people that have very similar thought processes around health and wellness, right? Not just reps, not just you know macros and calories, but you want to actually change your life. Life, then this is the place to hang out because that's where we're having the conversation and that's where you can come and you can ask us. So as we do this and, and you know, from a business standpoint, it's, that's your, that's your pond that you get to fish. If you have something new that you want to sell or something new that you want to promote or, or you're thinking about creating, right? If I'm thinking yeah. about, well, should I create this thing? Then I just ask that community. I just post in there and I see what the response is. That's why I created the SkyFit Challenge, that online program, because my community there wanted it. So in terms of the sales and marketing side of your business, do you set aside specific time? Do you have like a day a week, an hour a week, an hour a day? Like how do you break up your business? So you've got your coaching clients, you've got the management of your, your, your team, you've got all your social, you've got all the content you create, you've got your online courses and your podcast. So how do you, how do you structure kind of your day and your week to kind of look after all the areas of building your business, servicing your clients and finding new clients? That's a good question. The, so Monday, Wednesday, Fridays are basically the entire day is spent at the gym. So I, you know, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. My first client starts at 5.30. I bring my food with me for the day and I'm basically gone the entire day. Uh, I have little breaks here and there where I can get sent out some emails and such. But when it comes to when it comes to like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, it's 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 mostly clients. I spend my time with clients writing uh, workout programming and correspondence. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's when I that's when I do things like like all of my billing, when I, I I have correspondence with my virtual assistant that's in Argentina, you know, she creates, she helps every every time I have a podcast episode that's completed, I send it to her and she does all of I've taught her how to basically, you know, that admin work that comes along with having a podcast, which yep. is doing all your show notes, <laughs> yeah. creating a blog post around it, posting it on Libsyn, getting it out to iTunes, sharing all those links with the previous guest. So, you know, like that's the that's like that process. So I had to teach her that. So that I've outsourced that. 
in a sense, but also building relationships. Like that's my outreach, which is also something that I've outsourced to my virtual assistant. In a sense, I'm a bit of the bottleneck and I'm removing myself from that bottleneck. But one of her one of her things that she does is she goes into my Open Sky Fitness podcast group on Facebook and she says, hey guys, who, uh, who would you be interested in Rob interviewing? And she gets a list of people. Everybody responds. It's like, great, there we go. We just, we have a bunch of people. So we don't, it takes kind of the guesswork out. So what she'll do is she'll go into Google Docs. She'll create a, a spreadsheet with each individual person and then tell me who that person is, what they do, why they're important, why they might be right for the show, and then what their social media looks like. And then she leaves a column open for me to write a Y or an N, whether or not yes or no, she wants me like, do I want her to create uh, an email? basically a, a you know a, an, invite, an email yeah. invite to come on my show yeah. and so that's that that whole process has been put into place and so and so basically what I do is I correspond with her via Voxer because you know it's it's a free service to have like a basically a audio conversation with people and and that's how we correspond and then on Thursdays it's it's recording episodes or researching you know people to be on the show as well and I have other things that I'm kind of working on here. I might be pivoting slightly in terms of a business idea that I have around intermittent fasting and drinking coffee, which I think I brought up to you when when I saw you. Well, actually, I, wa- I watched your uh, YouTube video with great interest in the coffee. And um, I'm yeah. going to talk to you about that off air because I'm interested in, uh, I, I am interested in the, the coffee side. But I also like the, the claim your free bacon $10 off in your box. That looks like a great uh, place to start. <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's uh, through ButcherBox, which my wife and I, you know, if you want to outsource some of your some of your, you know, brain power is uh, is we have every Wednesday we have a delivery of uh, vegetables that come to our house, and every month we have a delivery of meat, grass fed, pasture raised, organic, and you know whatever it is, uh, meat that gets delivered every single month, whether it be bacon, uh, sirloin steak, chicken, pork, we get all that delivered every single month from butcher box and that's a phenomenal thing so any basically if you go on my website you'll get an you, you get ten dollars off uh, butcher box I highly recommend people doing this if they want to consume more high quality meats well why not I mean eat, eat healthier and then gives you more time to focus on your business yeah exactly why exactly. do you want to go stand in the store <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, if you if you are somebody who is so jam packed, just again, it it comes down to outsourcing. So if you if you don't have the time to do it, either you can you know do meal delivery and have people bring actual meals, or you can have really good food just delivered to your house, and then you don't have to it takes the thought right out of it, so you don't have to worry about it. It's like it's like Einstein having the same exact outfit for every single day of the week. Why would you do anything else? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even though we mentioned Tim Ferriss, I mean, he's he's funny if you because uh, I've read both of his books and the four hour work week kind of wrecked me. And I said to someone the other day, why did it take me reading the four hour work week to give myself permission to not conform to society and think I need to work Monday to Friday, you know, um, nine to five or as an entrepreneur work Monday to Friday, 60 hours. But he talked about uh, eating the same thing for breakfast every day or eating the same meals every day because it was easy and consistent for him to look after his health and wellness opposed to having to create something new every day. That's a simple, very simple hack that um, I think everybody should hear. Actually, you want to hear something funny? I bought the domain, the 10 recipe diet, because I'm a <laughs> firm believer. I'm not kidding. I bought the domain, the 10 recipe diet. I also bought the, bought the domain uh, lift to lose weight.com. Yeah. I haven't done anything with these because I, th- but I think that they're genius. And the reason behind the uh, 10 recipe diet.com is because I'm convinced that if you 
kind of if you go outside of more than 10 recipes you, the variety is what's going to sink you i asked my community and again this is a, also one of the reasons why having a, a, a specific community that that understands you and listens to you uh, i asked the community so out of at a, how many how many recipes i created a poll how many recipes do you think you need to have on a monthly basis in your rolodex in order to basically feel like you've got enough variety uh 10 20 or 30 or more and then it was like and then the fourth one was more I'm not even kidding you. The fittest people in the community said 10 and the most overweight people said 30 or more. There's something to that, Doug. I think there's something to that where we're conditioned as a society to want variety, want variety because for the sake of variety and, and when we're struggling with our weight, all we want is to have, you know, we want to have like a burger one night, pizza another night, Chinese food another night. We want to continuously like sandwiches for, for lunch, different sandwiches every lunch, you know, different breakfasts. I can't eat the same breakfast every day. People get so mad at like the, the possibility of eating the same thing over and over <laughs> again. But I'll tell you this right now, which you know, success comes from repetition yeah. constantly repeating yeah. what you're doing and waiting for the result i mean there's a difference between insanity which is like expecting a result from the same from doing the same thing over and over again but when you're talking about working out if you have repetition if you're talking about eating and you have repetition then the, the then the dial starts to move in the right direction so you have to give that time that's funny. Well, it's funny because, you know, I mentioned early on that I that once I started uh, my my lifestyle to live healthy, to to train and to train and eat or feed myself, I was just amazed at how many similarities there were for business because often, you know, in business, it's not about making 100 cold calls on Monday. It's about talking to five people every day. It's not about, you know, running 50 different ads. It's about finding a few that work and you might get bored with it. Often people want to change what they're doing because it's boring. Mm -hmm. But like you said, um, you get you get the result by having a system and methodically just plugging away a little bit each day. And it's also sustainable by doing a little each day. I can't imagine going to the gym one day a month and trying to do all my lifting. Okay, I'm going to get it out of the way. Yeah. I'm going to do, you know, 500 deadlifts and do a thousand burpees it's like that's just not going to happen or a month yeah or right? a month, like yeah. It, it, or, or three months or six yeah. months they think i'm fixed yeah. you know the problem problem is solved and there has to be you know the one thing that we do have to actually mention as well is you know even though you might be doing the same thing over and over again you're not just waiting and hoping that things will change you're actually paying attention to everything you're you're like you do you track your results you write down what you're doing even though it's just like even though it's oatmeal in the morning every morning you write down what you're doing and then you stick to that on a consistent basis then you're weighing in you're checking your blood panels there's all these different pieces of the puzzle that you're looking for markers on for movement and so if like energy levels are not necessarily working well let me look at my breakfast again yeah. like i've been doing this for the last two weeks i feel like i'm dipping around like 11 maybe i can maybe add something in or maybe i add a snack in or maybe i change my breakfast and see how i feel then you have to look at yourself like this little guinea pig that you're constantly lab rat testing to make that change. But again, you're not going to 
see the change right away. So the consistency of sticking with one thing for X amount of time is imperative. Otherwise, you're just kind of always changing. That's what I, you know, like, uh, you know, everybody knows the uh, P90X, right? Muscle confusion, doing changing up workouts. I have these trainers at the gym that's like, my people are like, I love my trainer. I always do something different. It's always a different workout. And it's like, your trainer's an idiot. Your trainer's an idiot if you're always doing a different workout because it means that you're not necessarily chain. You're not sticking to getting good at deadlifts, getting good at your your cleans, getting good at your you know bench press. Get like you're just if you're always changing. Well, then you're never getting good at one thing. You're just doing a bunch of stuff. Now maybe you'll get some results in terms of weight loss. Maybe you'll get some results in terms of strength, but you're never going to get like really good results, right? As if like you're sticking to you know really figuring out what kind of marketing campaign is going to work and building out certain funnels or email email campaigns like you have to keep chipping away at it and and eventually stuff will come but always repeating and repeating and repeating until you actually then you have the the breakthrough yep you got to try it for more than a day for sure yeah so without giving away your secret because you said you're going to pivot one of my questions i like to ask my guests is you know what are you most excited about in your business or marketing or what the direction that you're going in the next six to 12 months I, well, okay. So I love, I love wellness. It's it's like, it's such a weird thing because, but I, I'm not a huge fitness buff. Like I, I like working out. Says the guy who's ripped. Well, with, I'm not with, ripped. with the six pack. Yeah. Okay. Here's, <laughs> it just well, accidentally happened. You woke up one morning and went, Hey, what happened? No, it I takes a lot these, of hard work. I got work all these pumps on my of, stomach. I don't know what happened. I got so, so let me let me tell you what the last two years has looked like for me. Right for about a three years ago, for about a year, I I hardly worked out. I was even though I was training and I was you know I I would work out maybe once or twice a week and I I'd, I'd go in the gym and and it was more about business. I was trying to build a business, so I wasn't I wasn't paying attention to me. Right, and so after putting on some weight and I I got back up to probably in the one nineties, but I. I do have me getting into the 190s now as opposed to before is a little different because I have a, quite a bit more muscle mass on me because of doing those men's physique competitions. I'm carrying more weight. So, so we're only like we're only like about 100 pounds apart. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you were at your when you were at your head. Yeah, I was up over 285. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a lot of weight to carry around. I mean, you're a big guy though. So you probably carried it really well. I carried it everywhere. I couldn't, I couldn't put it down, but you know, so, you know, those, at that time I was, I was struggling, but I understood myself. Like I understood that if I outsourced or if I created some accountability around working out on a consistent basis, I'd be more successful. So what I did was, is I built a gym in my backyard. I turned my, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see my backyard gym, my, my garage gym. It's killer. It's like, I have an Olympic lifting rack. I have basically, I think I have 425 pounds. Uh, not that I even need to lift that much, but I, but I have, is that like, just your curling bar then? Yeah, that's what I, do. that's what yeah. I bicep curl, yeah. you know, and I, and I mostly do that in uh, in one arm overhead press. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, but so what I did was I sent out an email to a lot of past clients, good friends, people that I knew that were fit, that would be interested. And I said, Hey, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I'm going to be working out at this time. And who's interested in joining me for free? Who wants to come work out with me at my house for free? I'll create the programming. And from the start, got like four or five people, guys like just showing up every, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Oh, and cool. So I do you, do you still do that? 
I actually, I just put a kibosh on it. I just stopped it. I still do my workouts. Okay. But I, I was I thinking wanted, I wouldn't have to go pay for a $40 drop-in fee at Goals Gym in Venice. I could just come to your place and work out instead. Oh, well, next if time. you, hey, look, you know, anytime you're in the LA area, you know, you are welcome to work out with me. Uh, that stands Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Okay. I'm still out there from 730 until nine. I'm, I'm out there. I'm lifting. So I did it this morning. I was out there by myself and, and I, you know, and I create my program. I have a big whiteboard. I write my programming out and I do it. And so, but the thing is, is I knew for a while it was going to take me, it, it was, it was going to be too much work for me to do it. And, and I wasn't going to be able to you know, create the self-motivation. So I outsourced that and now I've got it and I've got that motivation. I've, I'm, and, 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 you know, not to, you were asking me like not to give too much away. I've been changing the way that I'm eating in, in terms of intermittent fasting and, and blending that with some like kind of an obsession with coffee. And I've turned that into something that's actually gotten me some really fucking great results. I've lost like, I've lost over 10 pounds and I, I and as you know, I'm, I'm not like overly overweight, but in, in almost immediately within like a, within like four to six weeks, the weight started coming off. My energy levels are bananas. Uh, so far today, I've only had two cups of coffee. It's noon here. And I feel amazing. And as you could tell, like, I'm just like, I'm amped up, but on two cups, I'm not talking about like two 20 ounce mugs of coffee. I'm talking about two cups. Yeah, and you look like good on the brewed, podcast today too. I, I, I brewed two cups of coffee, one before my workout and then one after my workout. And then I'm going to eat right after this. And so, so am I, so we should wrap so, this up. Cause I'm getting really hungry talking to you now, looking at the steaks on your Instagram post there. I got to go to some lunch. I know. It's bananas, but that's, so th this is like what I'm trans transitioning into is I want to do things and talk about things that I'm super geeked out about and excited about, right? When it comes to, when it comes to fitness, I know basically all there is to know, like there, it's not all that complicated when it comes to fitness and nutrition, at least for me. And I, and I, and I know that for most people that I help, it's not all that complicated unless you get into the mental conversation, which I love having that conversation. So for me, I'm trying, I'm, I'm kind of in like a transition phase of building something else, but not doing it like a crazy entrepreneur where I'm full bore nose to the grindstone trying to crank this out. I'm doing it in a little more of a kind of, you know, Doug post pneumonia way <laughs> where I'm creating a lifestyle around it and I'm sharing what I'm doing one step at a time and not trying to just create a business, a crazy business out of it, but more so create a movement around it. Uh, so you're going to take the be sustainable and don't die process. That's a really good approach. I like that better. <laughs> yeah. It's always a good, it's always a good approach. Yeah. It's better for you and the whole family. So what's some of the bad advice you hear? I, um, this is a Tim Ferriss question. Uh, I ripped off out of one of his books. I give him a shout out. One of these days, maybe he'll uh, send me a note and say, hey, thanks for promoting my book so much. But what's some of the bad advice you hear? So you're out at a cocktail party, you're in LA someplace and you're standing there talking to your beautiful wife and you overhear a conversation and you just want to go over there and shake somebody. What does that conversation sound like? Anybody that tells you there's one way to do anything like, oh, this is the way to lose weight or this is the way to get big or this is the way to like, you know, run your life. They're full of it. And so anytime you come and, and bump up against a dogmatic approach to wellness specifically, run for the hills. And it was one of the, like, I love the paleo diet, but I don't believe it's for everybody. 
I think the ketogenic diet is phenomenal, but I just don't think it's a great lifestyle for the average person. I, you know, being a vegetarian, everybody's like, got to be a vegetarian. We got to save the animal, save the planet. Yeah. It, it, but at what cost? If you feel terrible eating a vegetarian diet, then why would you do that? You're going to, okay, great. You save the planet, but you're only going to be here for the next 20 years and that's it. And you're going to drop dead because you basically created all these, these imbalances in your, in your system. So where's the win there? So anytime you hear people talking about their approach and that there's only one approach, it just it drives me bananas. It makes me it makes me kind of cringe. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, it's the same in my business. There's 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 many ways to 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 run your business, generate sales and leads, and you just need to find what what fits your style and what your comfort level is. In your case, what your body's style is like and what your lifestyle is like, because you're in a different phase. Like you've got young kids, we've got older kids. Yeah. So the way that we eat around our place now is different than it used to be. So I tell people we go through seasons in life, and you can't take one approach and apply it to all seasons because it'd just be ridiculous and it wouldn't make sense. That's that's a great point. Your your lawnmower is not going to work in the winter. Yep. You know, like, yeah. it's 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 a great it's a really good point, right? So you can you can use that same tool, but um, <laughs> but it's, you know you live in Canada, so you get it. Uh, yeah, it's it's, not it snows work here a lot. At least that's what we keep telling people. So don't let any of your friends know that the weather here has been ridiculously good. We've been watering our garden because it's been so dry. They think we're in igloos, which keeps the population down. So it's a, that's our secret. <laughs> I love it. So who's one guest I absolutely have to have on my podcast? On your podcast? Well, oh man, let's see. In terms of, do you want like somebody that I've not had on my show that you should have on your show? No, I don't mind sharing. If you don't mind sharing, I'm just looking for an, an amazing guest. Well, I have a great, I have a definitely a great recommendation for you. I have a couple of great recommendations for you. I have uh, these these four guys that I was in a uh, mastermind group with that uh, we're, we're not necessarily, we're not in it now, but they're all crazy. And one guy that pops out, he was just written up in Forbes magazine. His name is Dave Chesson. He is crazy crushing it right now. Kindle uh, he's got this, uh, you know, KDP rocket that he, that it's his, its own software that basically teaches people how to create a book that is going to sell on Amazon. And he's created a seven figure business. I mean, he's a, he's, he's like you, he's, you know how he talked to there's certain people like you, you and him are like those kind of guys that were like, he was a system, he's a systems guy, creates systems, he's military and he crushes. If you can get Dave Cheston on your show, which I'll happily make an introduction for. He would make an amazing, make amazing guest. That would be great. Super cool. Yeah, guy. Super appreciate yeah. that. So yeah. where's the best place for people to connect with you, learn more about you and uh, find out what you're doing and get on your list. So when you pivot, they can be the first to take advantage of the new opportunity. Well, if they're, if they want to know what we're talking about on a consistent basis, where we are is basically you can just hang out at the website. OpenSkyFitness.com is a great place because you can get your hands on the podcast there. You can also get access to all of our social media. And in terms of our social media, everything is at Open Sky Fitness. So whether it be Facebook, it's Open Sky Fitness or Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we I spend most of my time uh, just kind of putzing around on Instagram. But if you want to hang out in the community of people that listen to our show, then I would check out the Open Sky Fitness podcast group on Facebook, because that's where you're going to have like a little more of a one-on-one -on -one personal conversation with us. Well, that's where I'm going for sure. You better join. You better join <laughs> you better now. Let, because you're, you better you're, let me in. <laughs> yeah, right. There is a question. There's actually, I think there's two questions to get in. You got to answer them. Otherwise, if you don't answer the questions, then I don't let you in. Oh, okay. There you go. As long as you're not going to take my blood pressure and my pulse to see if I qualify. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's not. No, 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 uh, no blood test. No stress test. That's good. Yeah. No. 
But yeah, this was awesome, Doug. Thank you so much, man. Hey, I had a blast. I mean, uh, you know, I remember when we first met in San Diego, it was just great hearing about you and your business and what you're doing. And then coming back a couple of years later and seeing how your business just continues to grow. And I've seen so many people in the health and wellness space that are so smart and they're so good at what they do as a practitioner and they want to grow, but they just don't know how to grow the business. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with working for somebody else as an employee. We all need employees. And some people aren't meant to be entrepreneurs, but it's really great to see you take your passion, your life passion, and be able to transform that into a business that serves and helps people and also provides for your family and your community. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Well, there you go, listeners. This is another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast, but today we're talking about being real healthy so you can continue to grow your business. You know, you're not going to move the sales dial if you're dead. So you might want to consider stepping back, looking in the mirror with your shirt off and making a decision of whether you should make some changes in your lifestyle. So I just want to thank Rob again for being such a gracious guest today. I would highly recommend that you head over to Open Sky Fitness and uh, check out some of his podcast episodes. Um, The best thing you can do to thank somebody is to subscribe to their podcast on iTunes. So I would just do that for him. And if you're a listener, then you'll qualify to be in his Facebook group and learn some really cool stuff. So thanks again, Rob. Thank you, Doug. This was so fun. Have an amazing day, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to serving you on our next episode. That's all for this episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Now it's time to take your marketing to the next level by visiting DougMorneau.com and downloading our advanced marketing white papers as well as exclusive resources based on today's episode. That's DougMorneau.com. Until next time, we look forward to serving you right here on Real Marketing Real Fast. 